0: blog talk radio greetings and good evening welcome to the psychic inside show my name is joelle and i am the vibrarian i am here to elevate enlighten and empower each week i'm here on the Vibrary radio network on blog talk radio bringing you conversations and interviews with people who are sharing about their journey discovering their psychic gifts and abilities now I believe that everyone is psychic you just may not recognize it and so by hearing these stories hopefully there will be something in it that triggers for you a feeling of recognition or you know helps you kind of put some pieces together about some things that you may have been experiencing that have been unusual I'm um, having such a great time interviewing, the great and awesome talented people who have joined me for these interviews. And I look forward to many more weeks to come of bringing you these elevational conversations. Now, I have If you've missed any of the episodes previous, they are available for you to listen on The Vibrary on YouTube. Now, Vibrary is like a library. It's a repository for high vibrational information. And Vibrarian, like a librarian as well. How do you spell that? That's V-I-B-E as in energy, R-A-R-I-A-N. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, on YouTube under the Vibrary, and I love to call the people that I connect with the Good Vibe Tribe, hashtag Good Vibe Tribe. If you are out there and you see something that's positive, that you think would uplift people, that is going to make you smile and feel good inside and out, please tag me. Get lifted, good vibe tribe, hey, vibrarian, something to let me know because I would love to amplify that energy. Pass on the positivity. I think we do way too much circulation of negativity, and I am personally trying to do what I can to contribute to a new wave of beautiful things that are going to spread and be viral and get passed on. I absolutely want to support you and amplify your message. You can tune in to this show on live, you can call at 646-787-8436, listen online. If you're sitting on my phone lines this evening and you have something that you want to share, just press the pound one key and that lets me know that you have something to say and you'd like to come on the air and you can also stream live. Look for the upcoming broadcast schedule on BlogTalkRadio.com/slash/TheVibrary. You can kind of see what's coming up ahead with the episodes that we have. On Thursday evening, on the Vibrarian Show, it's a topical conversation where I'm exploring everything that's out there. It can be from uh, things like conspiracy theories or uh, I mean there's just really nothing we have not talked about We've covered past lives and incarnations We've covered uh, chakras We've looked at astral projection and dream symbols Most recently, we've had people on talking about the moon and what its significant is and how to manifest some magic with it. And I've got many more exciting topics to come up. Now, that's on Thursday night. It starts at 9 o'clock a little bit later because we get into a little bit more deeper conversation. So I do invite you to tune in. Now, tonight's show is a little different. I don't have anyone that I am interviewing this evening because I have left it open for people who want to call and share their experiences and their stories. Now, you know, there was a movie that came out a few years ago. I guess it's been a lot longer than I would like to admit at this point. But it was a movie called Final Destination. And the basic premise was that these young people got ready to go on a plane, and I think somebody kind of freaked out and was like, I'm not getting on the plane, and then the plane wound up crashing, but they were not on it. So the rest of the movie was spent kind of like, dodging the bullet so to speak by saying that you know if your time was supposed to come and you got out of it then you needed to make up for that and you were you know going to basically befall some terrible circumstance. And, you know it was a Hollywood movie it was meant to scare and kind of instill fear that's why I never really watched the whole thing of it cuz I don't like that kind of experience myself. But The premise of having deja vu or having some kind of premonition or warning about something that keeps you from some terrible situation that could have befallen you. Or even it could be that sometimes people say, you know what, I don't normally buy lottery tickets, but something told me to just stop by and I picked up a lot of and I wound up winning a million dollars. Okay? Everybody has some kind of story that they have heard about Something unusual that was like, you know what, I can't even explain how I knew, but I did, and it made a huge difference, either good or bad, in my reality. So I believe that most of us have little stories, like we may have thought we saw something out of the corner of our eye one time, or maybe we thought we heard a voice speak out to us. These kind of things can be kind of unusual, and you may not want to share them with people because you don't want them to, you know, necessarily question your mental health or, you know, uh, have it brushed aside. So. This show is certainly an open forum for those who want to have a conversation about something unusual that you may have experienced that uh, you think might be a psychic gift or ability. It could be something you already know is a psychic gift or ability. And if you would like to call and share that, certainly feel free. So, I wanted to share part of like the early parts of my awareness and coming into realization that something unusual was happening for me. So, you know, it can be very simple, such as, you know, having like a really strong hunch about stuff, you know, like I just felt like I was supposed to do something, right? So having that feeling of something, um, you know, for me, a lot of it was I used to know automatically, like when I would go into a room, I could sense all kinds of things about the energies of people who were in that room. I have now come to realize that that is a psychic gift of clairsentience or Empathy, being an empath, where you can feel the energies of stuff that are going on. And, you know, people are able to use that. Um, feeling and fine-tune it. Some people just are you like, wow, they just always know the right thing to say when they encounter people. They just always seem to know what's going on. It's weird how that happens. Well, they're talking about people who have this clairsentience, um, this able to feel a situation without anyone ever saying a word. I would be able to tell if people were mad at each other. Of course, anger is a pretty strong vibration, but a lot of times in public settings or work settings, people may not want to actually show that emotion, so they would wear like a game face type of of presentation, but for some reason I was always able to uh you know, to figure out what was really going on. Another uh, way that I was able to figure out, it was like I could always tell if people were dating or seeing each other or had crushes on each other. And, again, this is not the kind of typical situations where you would see people making goo-goo eyes at each other. It was an energy thing, and a lot of times it was people who were not necessarily supposed to be engaging in connection with each other, but I would always know that there was some hanky-panky going on, right? So, I'm also a Libra, so I thought to myself, well, maybe it's because Libras are balancers and we're able to sense things automatically. Well, it might be due to that kind of balancing nature, but it also had to do with psychic senses. What I have since learned is that this feeling, this ability to understand the temperature of a room is really not necessarily my strongest psychic sense. I've had other things to emerge as I have been studying and opening up more to this. So it wound up being something that kind of just is, it's like in my back pocket, but it's not the first place that I go to understand more about the world around me. So a lot of times uh, what many of the people who have been on my show talk about is that they were at a very young age psychically sensitive to other people's emotions. And for some people in their childhood, this was very stressful for them uh, because there was not a context for understanding the adult emotions that were happening in the world around them. So, uh, you know, it's like very important to acknowledge that these things can happen at young ages for kids and to, you know, provide an environment for them to kind of learn about it, what it means to be able to feel everybody's feelings. Uh, We always know that in divorce situations, kids can always tell when their parents are kind of upset at each other and things like that. But if you're a strongly sensitive, uh, feeling sensitive psychic, then things like classrooms and school, when there are lots of little dramas and petty little things happening, can actually be very stressful to young people as growing up. I never had like the stressful part about it. It just really was more so like the awareness, being able to say, hmm, this is very interesting. Uh, What is this feeling that I'm sensing going on around me? So, you know, that's like your garden variety type of psychic experience. And a lot of people would also say, you know, I just had... A mother's intuition will just let her know when her kids are up to no good, you know, or you'll hear, oh, a woman's intuition, or a guy will say, well, I had a gut hunch and I just went on it. So those kind of things are usually talked about, I just had this feeling. We're talking about the realm of clairsentience. When things start to get a little different is when you start to talk about things like clairaudience. So what is clairaudience? clear audiences when you are able to hear messages from the other dimensions now that could be for some people they say oh you're hearing voices in your head it may be that you actually do hear talking and conversation around you uh, you may hear things said to you now you know i am always advocating if you believe that you are having a mental health crisis um, or if you are hearing things that are said that are encouraging you to uh, do things that are wrong or bad, of course, then you need to insert a pause here for that particular type of experience. But, in, like, for example, in my situation, I would be hearing songs for a lot, and I'm very musical, so I understand that I have kind of like in my own personal arsenal a song lyric for every situation. But what I found was happening is that these are, were songs that were singing to me that I would not say would been in my current catalog or rotation. It was not music from the radio that I would hear most frequently. A lot of times it would be songs that were old-fashioned hymns the kind of hymns that i had not really sung since my childhood and my youthful time but i you know or i would kind of hear a lyric that would come through my my inner ear and i would giggle at the the joke so to speak because it would kind of be an ironic twist to the lyric that was sung And, of course, I know when to, like, we all have the ability to insert humor into conversations, but this was not me, like, being funny. This was me responding to a joke that was made, and I would find myself giggling at these little references, and it began to be kind of like a a little almost like a little game, like I'd be waiting to hear like what the funny situation was, you know. Um, So I never really was putting together where or what this possible conversation that was happening in musical terms was happening for me until one time I was—I had went to a psychic reading and had a psychic uh, reading from a lady who was a medium. Now, I did not go with the purpose of connecting with, um, say, the spirit realm. I just really went usually to receive a tarot reading or something like that nature. But the lady said, well, I have a gentleman here who and who um, is wanting to deliver a message. And so she began relaying this information. And as she was describing stuff, I realized that she was talking about my grandfather. Now, She described his features and, like, the look on his face and this kind of mischievous, humorous way that he had about himself. And as she was talking, I was absolutely relating to what she was saying as being reminded me of his personality. And then I got to thinking, uh, she said, you know, she described the environment that he was in. And then she asked me, was he uh, a gardener? Was was he a planter? Um, and And I started smiling and laughing because my grandfather was a farmer. And she said, well, he's singing with you through your life and he's here to help you bring in your harvest. Well, that kind of turned a light bulb on for me because the songs that I had been hearing that were like old-timey gospel songs absolutely were the thing that my grandfather, I shared with him as an activity. We I would play the piano in the living room, and he would sing over my shoulder. He'd be standing over my shoulder singing to me. So I realized, oh my gosh, my grandfather has been communicating with me and singing to me. And I was so just moved by the fact that she said, you know, he's here to help you bring in the harvest. Because my grandfather was a farmer and he was beloved in his community as a educator, a conservationist in terms of the rural Kansas area where he was was well-respected for that, and just he had a faith and a belief in God that was passed on through family, through generations down to me, and through that experience. So to be able to understand that I was connecting with him at that point in time was like really a beautiful thing for me. And at subsequent times, as I began to like open to that conversation, then it got to be more frequent and I had better understanding when his energy would be around me that his calling cards and his signature song. It's almost like a ringtone on the phone, right? So that was part of my experience of beginning to recognize that I was hearing things from the realm of spirit and that it had great value then to my reality because it just felt really wonderful to realize that there was a continued connection to uh, my family member that went on beyond the scope of his present Earth lifetime. Now, you know, this was many, many years ago at this point, uh, probably six, seven years ago or something like that. And since that time, I have come to understand clairaudiently, A lot more of the things that I hear not just from him but from uh, you know I'll hear kind of a song and songs are really a way that people talk about that you can receive spirit messages so um, if you kind of are like humming in your head or you're hearing songs or music or if you think that a song that comes on when you walk into a store is like talking to you personally there's a likelihood that it is actually delivering a personal message to you if you want to pick up the line, so to speak, and receive it. So I say that like that because there might be sometimes that you hear things that you are not wanting to receive. If you have, say, opened up your clairaudience, you're hearing, but you're starting to hear things that are negative. That are, you know, downer kind of thoughts or critical kind of thoughts or fear or kind of panicky, don't do this, don't do, you know, all that kind of stuff, you need to take the temperature of what you're hearing because if it is truly like a connection to a positive energetic source, then it will not make you feel any of those negative responses. It will make you feel supported and secured and okay instead of fearful and bad. And if you are clairaudiently hearing things that are negative, then you just shut it down and say, I am not receiving these messages. It's like spammers who want to call. Nowadays, everybody has your phone number, and it's hard to block because they just create fake numbers. Uh, You know, your phone carrier will tell you spam likely, you know what I mean? But uh, in general, it's up to you to screen who you want calling on your phone line. It's Very much the same with clear audience. It's up to you to decide who you want calling on your psychic phone line as well. So, you know, we're going to get more into that topic on our, our Thursday conversations about how to develop your your psychic sentence in a purposeful fashion. But certainly that was, you know, this story is one of the times when I had a realization that psychic gifts and abilities are, were part of me and that it was okay to open up to them, you know, Um and like I said, there's many other times with the whole psychic hearing that uh, I've been having messages and conversation, which is very awesome. Um, I know many people who have been on this show who very clearly will hear as if someone is talking to them, their spirit guide, their archangel guides, ascended masters, uh, God. You know, um, many people in the church setting will say, you know, God told me to tell you. And, of course, we see references in the Bible where, you know, there is a burning bush and a voice comes out of the sky and Moses says, you know, who is this, you know, or, and so then a conversation happens. That certainly is a audience experience, you know. So, um there's just so many stories that people have. And when you start to have little conversations with people, then you can find out, you know what, I'm not just making this up. This was not some random experience. You know, for me, it was just like, you know what, I am not the originator of these songs that were being sung to me. And I think it's like uh, Eckhart Tolle, who talks about, how, realizing that your higher self it's like when you're having a conversation with yourself, who are you having the conversation with, and how to kind of step back from your dialogue, your inner dialogue, and realize that it is actually a two way street happening, so uh you know claire audience is part of that two-way conversation that's happening and the most intimate voice that you can hear is that of your higher self you know so um many times people will explain it away and say oh that's just me i talk to myself all the time and then other people will say, "Well, I talk to myself, but I answer myself, <laughs> right?" So most of us are like having that kind of. Well, girl, you know you're tripping. I'll just, say, am I really tripping? Girl, you know you're tripping. You'll hear like a voice, right? Respond to you. So one of the things that I learned in psychic development school, yes, they have classes for you if you want to kind of look at this a little more in depth. And in the psychic development class uh, with the Viva Institute, um, we were learning from this wonderful lady named Echo Bodine. She's written many books and has taught many hundreds of, you know, thousands of people have learned how to develop their psychic gifts and abilities from her. And one of the things she talks about is if it is coming from your intuitive and spirit connection, there is not an energy of emotion with it. By that, she gave the example that it's like um, like in the Final Destination movie, they were like, don't get on the plane. Don't get on the plane. It was like a fear kind of message rather than like a calm voice that says, don't get on the plane, go left or don't get off here, go right. That kind of voice, this very matter of fact is very calm, is not filled with panic energy or fear energy. That is a different kind of it's conversation, one that is more likely based from an ego protection place. The kind of conversations we're talking about is coming from a higher spirit connected place. So, She gives the example that she had heard, go pick up your dry cleaning. And her event was like on a Friday, and this was on Tuesday. And she thought, well, I'm not going to pick up the dry cleaning today. I've got other things to do. And then she continued on with her situation. The next day, she heard, go pick up the dry cleaning. She didn't do it. So when she finally went to go pick up the dry cleaning, there had been a family emergency, and the dry cleaner was closed. So she wound up not being able to get her clothes, I think was the example that was given, and had she listened to her intuition, that still, small voice, she would have avoided a challenging situation that wound up then being an inconvenience to her had she only been paying more attention instead of disregarding that. I've had a similar situation. If you are in Atlanta, then you know that traffic jams can jump off anywhere at any given place or time. It doesn't matter if you try to target non-rush hour times. There will probably be an issue, especially if you're on 285, which is the interstate that goes all the way around the city. You're liable to run into a traffic delay Somewhere or another, one day I was coming home, tootling along my merry little way, and I heard get off here and I thought to myself as i i wasn't I wasn't far enough advanced to the exit that I knew I would be able to you know get off in time, I could get through the traffic, but I did a quick mental calculation in my head, and I was like, Well, if I get off there' I'm going to have surface lights, and, you know, I don't see any problems, so there's not, does not seem to be any real reason for me to get off the interstate, and I heard it, get off here, and I just kept on, it was like maybe two exits that I had opportunity to go ahead and take the exit, and I didn't. And what do you think happened to me? I ended up in a 45-minute traffic backup where I sat literally and idled not more than around the bin from my last exit opportunity was when the backup just like immediately happened. And it was like, oh, if I would have just listened, you know, but I was busy, I was thinking my thoughts, I was going through my own process and whatnot, and I disregarded that still small nudge from the universe that said to me, go ahead, get off here, and it would have been, I probably would not have even known that there was a traffic accident even around the corner had I just went ahead and got off at that time. I would have tootled along my merry little way uh, commuting and got home maybe about 15 minutes later because of the stoplights, but it really wouldn't have been any skin off my back had I just done what I was shared to do. And, of course, I paid the price and consequence by winding up in a situation that delayed me. Now, I wasn't in an accident or anything terrible befell me like that, but it certainly shifted my day and kind of brought my vibration down a little bit more so because I was kicking myself for not trusting the guidance that I had received. <laughs> so again, that still small inner voice or that inner feeling, clairsentience or clear audience, the thing that you can do is recognize it for what it is and then foster your conversation or open yourself up to at least that guidance that is coming through so that you can begin to build a relationship with that energetic connection. I certainly have been enjoying, you know, the the relationship that I have with my grandfather in spirit as he, com, com, you know, comes through and sings me these songs. And, uh, you know, it, it's definitely added an element of fun and sparkle to my reality. And so I'm very grateful for that. Now, One of the things that we talk about also is that the experience of deja vu or precognition. So precognition is when you see something happening ahead of time or you know something is going to happen, uh, you know, before it happens. So the way that that looks like, for me, again, as I'm sharing, if any of our listeners who are dialed in on the phone line want to dial in, just press the pound one key, that lets me know you have something to share. But for me, precognition is one of the the ones that, I, you know, it's very random. And what will happen is that I will have a dream, and in the dream, the situation that happens then happens to me at a later time and not a long time in the future either. I'm talking about within probably one to two days. So, One of the things is that if you are a dreamer, if you dream a lot, it's very advisable for you to go ahead and keep a dream journal. Keep up with the things that you're seeing because what's happening is you might be receiving messages, but because you're not writing it down or recalling it once you wake up, then you might lose it. So in this particular case, I was all of a sudden shown the dash of a car, with the instrument lights and then this click and like I could literally hear the electronic click and the check engine light came on in bright orange like in in my vision really big check engine light came on and then everything stopped and then right after that I woke up and I thought huh well that was random and unusual <laughs> you know well it was not even the um, the The next, I would say it was later that day, I'm sure it was later that day, yes. Later that day, I was driving home from work, and my check engine light came on, and my car lost power and stopped. And I was like, oh, my God, I just saw that very orange sign with the little battery with the plus and minus on it. Now, in my car, it's red. But in my dream, it was like a bright neon orange sign, and I heard it click, heard it come on, saw it, remembered it from the dream, and then it happened to me. And I was like, wow, that was like a premonition or precognitive experience. Uh, There are some people who have premonitions all the time, that have foretelling all that stuff, you know. So I personally don't have that regularly. Um, There are people who, part of their psychic gift, I've had people on the show before who their specific gift is future seeing, being able to understand, you know, what is happening and be able to deliver those messages for people. The only time that it's happened for me is when, you know, I have like a, I guess a, a need that there is going to be a trouble because, the second time that it happened for me, I dreamed a whole situation that involved a car breaking down and having to have it towed, and I forget why the car broke down, but there was like delays and issues in getting the tow truck there and all that kind of stuff in the details of the scenario. One thing that I like to do is I talk with my little clique, my friend group, uh, because we deposit the things that happen to us with each other for verification later and just for support of each other. So in this particular dream, I was with my best friend, and this car situation was going to happen. So I described this outlandish story for her as it was in my dream time, and we laughed about it, but we were like, well, we're going to keep our eyes open. Well, later that night, we were going to go to a concert downtown. We were in a rental car, and when we came out from the concert in the parking deck, the car tire was flat. And we wound up having to go through, like, a whole scenario because we were not in a personal vehicle. We had AAA still. AAA had to come. It was just like a whole thing. It did not exactly match the, the vision that I was given, but it certainly was the spirit of the vision that I was given, which was that there was going to be a challenge involving a car breakdown that was going to delay Our progress, and I think it wound up adding like two and a half hours to our evening by the time we got everything resolved. And we're both sitting there looking at each other, like, Well, I guess this is what the dream is about, right? it was cool to actually have that happening even in the midst of there being kind of an unusual situation happening or a challenging situation happening. But we couldn't help but smile and laugh with each other because it's like, wow, I just dreamed something real similar to this. So you may actually have a situation where you're presented either a vision This would be clairvoyance. If you're seeing something in your dream, these are pictures. These are seen with the inner eye, the third eye. So, you know, that is the kind of uh, experience that can be interesting for people to have because then you think, hmm, did I really dream that? I feel like I dreamed something like that, right? Right. Or you might say you have a feeling of deja vu, like when somebody, you see something happen and you're like, wait, I've experienced this before. I've been here before. This moment has happened before, right? All of those kind of things talk to experiencing something that is extra dimensional, right? So, again, there are tons of stories out there that can happen for people that you may never connect the dots on. Um, And so conversations like this, and if you have some trusted peers, as I like to call them, who you can, uh, you know, compare notes with that are going to be supporting you as you start to kind of like examine these things that are happening, then I advise you to find some, you know, uh, somebody, a safe person who you can learn with. Um, When I took my psychic development class, it was really cool because one of my friends was also curious about her gifts. And I was actually referred to that class by another person, an amazing psychic named Marcus Howell, and he had referred me to the psychic development school that he went to. And it had worked well for him and him moving through his natural gifts and abilities. So, you know, me and my other friend, we joined up for the class, so we got to do exercises with each other. And all these are are kind of like ways for you to confirm that what you're seeing, sensing, or feeling is more accurate than what you believe it is, okay? So like one of the exercises we would have to do is that a person would put a name down of somebody in their life, And then you had to do an exercise where whatever it was that you thought, felt, or perceived, if you saw a picture, if you, uh, you know, tasted something, if you heard something, to write it down. And then you sent it to that person, you know, by email or in person, and then they had to validate for you how close you were to the truth of that. So, in one of my exercises, uh, we did not have the same for like she did not use a friend that was a mutual friend, so it was somebody who was a stranger to me because you know I already knew too much about the people we normally hang with but i I felt like there was like perm in the hair or curly hair, and then I felt like it was like uh a t- lasagna. I kept seeing lasagna. I was like, "Lasagna, what's up?" But I'm like, you know what? It may sound ridiculous, but I'm gonna write down lasagna, and I can't remember the other thing that I wrote down. Well, it turns out her friend was Italian, right? And she did have curly hair. You know, it was like I was more accurate than what I realized. And all I was doing was really relaying the vision or words that I heard at that time. You know what I'm saying? So that was like pretty cool because I'm like, who would have thought that uh, you know, the word lasagna just did not make sense <laughs> in the uh you know, in the context of what I would say. But that also let me know that I wasn't necessarily fishing for things to to bring up from my, like, mental, logical space, like process of deduction. Like, I could say, well, hmm, I know she went to school in such and such area, so the likelihood that this person would be You know, I did not do that. I just, like, went with the quick kind of, okay, lasagna, right? And I was like, maybe she likes Garfield, you know, the old cartoon character who used to like lasagna. I just didn't know what the connection was. And that's actually kind of important because one thing that I have learned is that sometimes it's like playing charades, now Charades is that game where you have to act out certain things and the people guess then what you're trying to say. Or you try to draw a Pictionary, you know Pictionary, draw a picture and then the people try to guess as quickly as possible what it is, the message that is trying to what the clue is, right? There's also now a game called Watch Your Mouth. It's like hilarious because you put these mouthpieces in and you're trying to say these phrases and get the people who are playing with you to guess what the heck it is you're trying to say while you've got this big thing in your mouth blocking your tongue and your ability to speak consonants. So, you know, it's quite entertaining on the one level and it's kind of fun. And so that same energy as you look to encourage your psychic gifts Can be brought into the situation. So like in mine, it's like, okay, Garfield, lasagna, you know, throwing out these words to see if it was like true. And it turns out it was. Um, You know, dreaming the check engine light was a very literal kind of situation in that instance, but it could be that my dream could have showed maybe that I needed to check my body because my body might have been about to experience a breakdown, if you will, rather than the literal version of what I saw, which was the car breaking down. So one thing that you can do as you're starting to like practice is figure out, are you getting literal or figurative? And you can ask for clarification, like say, well, am I receiving this message? You might hear yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I have one friend who keeps hearing clear audience voices. She'll look and say, did anybody else hear that? And we're like, no, but what did you hear, you know, and nobody is mocking or ridiculing because it's like, okay, well, what did you hear? It may be a message for all of us, right? So that whole kind of sounds like two syllables, you, it might be a process of trial and error as you're trying, your guides are trying to teach you how to communicate with them more efficiently, a lot of it is like learning your alphabet. You have to learn the letters before you can spell words. You have to spell words before you can construct sentences. So a lot of that is what you have an opportunity to do in terms of your psychic senses. So you might get letters at first. And then when the letters all come together, then you realize, wow, this was a word and then as you start to understand more strings of words and feelings and sensations then you're like wow a whole sentence emerged from this these extra realms when i use all of my psychic senses and abilities and that's really one of the fun parts of getting connected with uh you know yourself and the basically you're like a communication antenna and we're always sending and receiving communication in our energy signature and our vibration in our biology, but we are also also doing that in our um, psychic spaces, in our mental spaces, and connection with uh, dimensions that to the 3D eye may not be so readily apparent. So, you know, this is one of those evenings when we're just having a conversation about what it looks like. Uh, to experience the psychic inside and to work to connect more fully and to bring that out more so that you can really step into a fullness of all that you can be. And one of the things that the purpose of this conversation is that to move away from the stigma of this and to move into fuller acceptance because it's really like turning on your inner GPS. You know, our GPS has both a map that we can look at on our phones for hands-free driving. It could be on the dash where we can see where we're going. It also has... um, A voice, you know, that's telling you, in 200 feet, turn left, right? Very neutral voice It's not like, in 200 feet, turn left, turn left. You know, it's not giving you directions like that on your GPS. It's just giving you calm direction. It will say, in 500 feet, there will be a traffic jam. But despite the usual delays, this is the quickest route. Again, it's not saying exit, get out of the highway. It's just telling you information to help you make the adjustments that you need. Um, so I think that, like, stepping into psychic awareness is one of the highest and most fun kind of things that can happen at this time. And, you know, a lot of you of us have learned to kind of use our our – abilities, like maybe we're really good at our job, you know, we just know when something is right, and uh, we know how to take, you know, the action without even pausing to think. Those are folks who are claircognizance. Claircognizance is a psychic knowing, and this is not the kind of knowing that comes from your brain calculation this is things that have no logical explanation but yet you just know them Uh, and claircognizance is one of the hardest things for people to accept because it happens so quickly and most of the times we've learned to be so confident in our decision making process that we're not going to necessarily question where those strong decisions and confidence come from. But sometimes it is possible to step back and see that it's not coming from any mental framework or any lesson that I've learned in school or anything like that. This is coming from something that I just know to be true. This is the, the claircognizant knowing of what something means, knowing a message that's given to you, knowing what to say, and not even hesitating a moment before you blurt it out. Uh, Sometimes people, you know, they'll say, well, you're blah, blah, blah. And you're like, wait, how do you know that? I don't even know how I know that. I don't even know why I said that. But they're like, well, it's true. And you're like, huh. Well, okay, I guess I just had a hunch. We start to backwalk through that whole transaction when the really things were I knew because in a split second, I received a spiritual insight that then came into my awareness that I spoke and it turned out to be true. And as soon as we start to think about it, then it starts to not make sense. But if we go back to the place before there was hesitation, then we realize it was a psychic knowing that happened. So just giving you examples here about the ways that the psychic inside of you can be emerging and for opportunities for you to like have different conversations and to connect and maybe begin to embrace aspects of yourself. Now we have callers on the line here. We're gonna bring on the air caller 0787, welcome to the psychic inside show. Oh, we're having some difficulties here. Well, we'll try to come back to you, caller, and at a, the next time. So, um I'm hoping to have a. Oh, I can, can you hear, hear you now. now. Welcome to this. Yes, welcome to the Psychic Inside Show. <laughs> Hello,
1: good evening. I'm really enjoying your conversation tonight. I'm actually driving. So if you hear any background noise, that's why. But I just wanted to um, chime in and um, say hello and, then you know, share a little bit of, of my experience that, you know, may be able to help others in terms of tapping into their guidance.
0: I know this voice. This is Dr. Tracy. <laughs> Dr. Tracy, thank you for listening and calling in. To those of you who are listening this evening or will be hearing this on the replay, Dr. Tracy is like an amazing psychic uh, and angel communicator. She's been on the Psychic Inside show before and shared her life story, which is quite interesting. But, I mean, you, you'll you have to catch the replay on this because there's so much information that came through that about connecting with the angels and everything. But so, like, psychic gifts and, like, realizing When do you realize that what's happening to you is not something that is to be frightened of, there's something to be embraced, you know what I'm saying? What does it look like to have psychic conversations? (laughs) How cool. Right.
1: Yeah, it's pretty amazing. You know, like um, on my journey, uh, before I came into the realization of what was really going on, when I was, I I feel other people's, you know, emotions and energy and things of that nature. And it used to, I used to always think it was me, Uh, you know, like on an emotional roller coaster until I, you know, began to do some studying and, you know, entered into um, the metaphysics world. And then I learned that, you know, it's something that's called um, um, being an empath or being able to feel other Mm -hmm. individuals, um, you know, energy and feelings. And so whenever I was able to, um, decipher or determine what was my stuff as I would call it, and what was another person's stuff, then I was better better able to to tap into my guidance and and understand what you know what i my my the portal that I tap into I call it a portal or the the area that I tap into as far as my guidance is through my heart, and so you know whenever you know I receive a message. It, it, first of all, it comes through clear audience. I I hear very clear um, mm-hmm. as far as spirit, just like I hear, you know, you talking. And so I would, um, you know, take what I was hearing and be a, become aware of my heart. And if I felt peace in my heart, then I knew mm-hmm. that it was, you know, spirit that was speaking to me or the angels that were speaking to me. And if if what I was hearing cause heaviness or anxiety or something, you know, that type of low level emotion, then I knew that it was not, you know, from spirit or it wasn't something that, that was mm-hmm. mine. Mm-hmm. That is, you know. Because when we have, you know, if you look at it and I call it low level emotions, um but most often it's your your it's what you're receiving is out of alignment with your truth or what is true. Um what's what's mm. true. And so, so that's another way that i you know I'm able to um clearly receive guidance that that is for me and not um be consumed or caught up with something that is is not for me or that may be someone else's um experience that I'm you know actually picking up on and so that' that's been really a blessing for me as being hyper aware of my mm-hmm. inner space and, Understanding where where my anchor and where my center lies, so that I can anchor myself in that place, and that helps me also to be able to um, know again what is true for me and what's my truth, um, and and mm-hmm. be able to receive it. So so uh, that's really really have been a blessing for me as far as my heart and my ear.
0: <laughs> mm. One of the things that I remember seeing, there was this movie, The Secret Life of Bees, right? And it was really a beautiful movie uh, in this family of women that uh, were the beekeepers. One of the sisters was... So empathic, like they didn't call it empathy, it was kind of set in a older time, say turn of the century or whatever but they they tried to protect her from the violence and the terrible things in the world because when she would hear these terrible tragic stories she would just become overwhelmed with emotion and she was considered fragile and sensitive and even at some point in the story uh I mean it's old enough movie that I don't feel like I'm giving out the spoiler here but she basically she hears something that just really makes her so hor- horribly sad that she ends up you know taking her own life because the feeling of that terribleness of what had been done to the person who she heard the story, it was just too heavy for her emotionally to bear. And it was like the vibration of living was filled with so much stuff that her sensitive system could not even process it. I remember you talking in your interview about how your family tried to shield and protect you because they didn't want you to be, you know, disturbed by the things that you would hear, and it called to mind that particular circumstance most people are not so wide open although children are but so wide open to where the world just becomes too much for them but certainly you learn to numb down your feelings if you're you know not supported in processing those external feelings if you you learn to shut down and i think one of my uh guests on the call she talked about how she used substances in her teenage years. She, you know, abused alcohol and eventually wound up becoming an alcoholic all because she was trying to numb down her sensitivity emotionally to the world that she was experiencing. It was a very, very painful experience for her.
1: Yes, yes, I. it's, it's just really amazing Whenever we get to a place where we take an inward journey, um, a journey into the heart, and experience ourselves for, you know, us and not for anyone else, that our focus, experience of life comes from within and not outside of us. And once we, you know, become accustomed to experiencing and being aware of our experience from the inside out then we are um, better equipped to create and manifest what our heart's true desire is and so that's yeah, what, it's, that's it's all it's
0: for all. our benefit that's the usually it's all really these extrasensory perceptions if you will these ESPs these these ability for us to sense and experience the world around us is really meant for our, like I said, the GPS to help us get where we're going better. And certainly, if it's an energy, like you said, of negativity or fear, it's not coming from the heart, then that is not a, a psychic sense or it's not a connection to an energy that you want to continue to be connected with, you know. Dr. Tracy, I I know you have to go. I appreciate you popping on for the conversation and to share a tidbit. I'll definitely be posting a replay of your interview because you did have some really wonderful things that you shared about your life. And I'm so grateful for people who come to this show to share with others so that they may not feel so alone, you know. And uh, definitely I look forward to your workshop next week on employing the angelic realm. So I'm really excited about that as well. So thanks for sharing, Dr. Tracy.
1: It was my pleasure, and I just want to say again that I really, really enjoy your show. I think that you are amazing in reference to uh, making yourself available and just being able to share such awesome wisdom and knowledge. You know, for those who may be having challenges and struggles with um, these different things that they are experiencing and not really understanding what it's all about. So, um, thank you again so much for your heart and and being dedicated and, and, you know, just having a desire to help those who who I'm sure um, as they continue on will find that they have a great purpose and to be able to understand that is really, really important for the higher good of all of us. So um, I thank you again, and you have a good night, and I will continue to listen. Thank you,
0: too. (laughs) Thank you, Uh, and love and light to you. Enjoy your night. Thank you. To each of you who are still listening to the show, you know, on the phone lines, I appreciate your time listening and tuning in, and you know, these are the kind of conversations that I enjoy having. As you can see, I've can talk for on and on and on because this is like real time this is real experience and I'm excited to be on this side of the veil if you will being able to talk with other people who have moved into that and I'm thankful for the many people who I have encountered that helped me move through and understand more about what was happening to me naturally And, you know, for those friends and way showers who have been part of this conversation, it is truly beautiful to know that, you know, one is not alone. And if you are ever at a point where you are wondering about something, please do reach out. If you have a child or a teenager that you think might be psychically sensitive, one of the things that I hear over and over again is that, the childhood years can be very challenging. Either children are born into families that support and allow them to express that they are having these gifts ex- come out, or they come from environments where that is absolutely something that is terrible for pond shut down and it winds up being very painful for them as kids and teenagers and somewhat of a scary experience and one of the struggles that they have to get through so you know uh Look, if you have any thought of any children or youth in your family that are expressing, you know, I heard voices or I saw this last night or I dreamed this, don't just shut those those things down and, you know, have the conversation with the kids and let them know that it's okay for you to have those conversations. It's kind of like talking with your kids about sex. You want to make sure that you're open to that, you you know that they feel okay that they can come to you if they're ever in trouble about something that they won't be judged or be in trouble same thing about your psychic gifts and abilities you know look to your kids and let them know that who they are and how they are becoming if they are psychically sensitive that that is okay too one of the shows that we're going to have coming up soon is about Psychic children, crystal children, indigo kids, I mean rainbow kids, celestials, we're hearing all these terms out there. But what we're seeing evidence of is that younger children are – coming into awareness a lot sooner than what our generation did about our sensitivities, about our psychic senses. And I'm going to have several panelists on who will be talking about what to look for in your children, what to do to support them, and, of course, how to make sure that they are protected and that they don't have negative experiences as they step into the fullness of who they are naturally born to be. So this has been the Psychic Inside Show, and my conversation this evening has been about little stories and moments that might help you to recognize incidents when you've experienced a psychic sense and action, and we'll be having more of these kind of shows where it's an open line to encourage people to call in, and we've got some great interviews lined up with more awesome psychic people uh, from Atlanta and beyond, certainly. We've got authors, we've got psychics, clairvoyants, mediums, tarot readers, All kinds of people who have something to share in their journey that they want to bring out so it will help you. And I'm so appreciative for this forum. Now, on Thursday, please tune back in to the Vibration Show. This week, we're going to be talking about energetic protection and what to do as you are out there experiencing, you know, possibly low vibration or stressful environments, how to look at managing the environment inside your home, how to look at managing your inner energy so that you're not subject to energy vampires and situations or people who might want to be draining you of your energy by their drama and attachment, looking at ways to sweep, clear, and cleanse yourself. And I'm going to have some guests on who are specialists in in energy management, who work with crystals and all manner of things. Uh, So I do hope that you will tune back in at some point uh, Thursday evening. Um, I do notice we have another caller who popped on here just at the end. I don't know if you had something that you wanted to share. If you want to press the pound one key to come on the air before I close, then just let me know, and I'll get you on the air if not, I uh, hope you caught this on the stream and are able to catch up on the replay. For all of you who have been listening and who will catch up on the Viber on YouTube, I'm also on iTunes. If you're listening to iTunes or any of the podcast directories on a weekly basis as these drop into your feed, I thank you for your time and your listenership. I'm so excited to be here in this time and in this space. And I absolutely wish for you this week that you have all of the blessings that you could possibly have and that those blessings spill out from your arms and bless the world around you. Please know that the light in me absolutely honors the light in you. Namaste.